Welcome, my friends, to our session for today, where we're going to take a look at the Agile Practice Guide and the key pages that you need to focus on for your exam. Whether you're taking a PMP exam or the CAPM exam, this is going to help you because, as you know, in 2023, the CAPM exam has a lot more Agile focus. So, whichever exam you're taking, ACP, PMP, CAPM, this stuff is going to help you. I'm going to show you the key pages that you need to focus on to ace whatever piece of Agile that you face. So let's jump straight into it. Pages 91 to 95, which has the knowledge areas broken down from an Agile perspective. Pages 8 and 9, which go into the manifesto. 14, which is the Stacy model. 18 and 19, which are more like PMI's unique blend of the Stacy model put in the form of a table or continuum of life cycles. So page 18 and 19 are pretty peculiar to the PMI. Um, I would definitely recommend that you, you focus on those pages so you understand PMI's unique bend to the Agile uh, domain. And then take a look at pages 28 and 29 to get a good understanding of the hybrid world, 33, 58, 59 for problems in Agile, uh, 77 for understanding of the contracts in Agile, page 100 there's so many pages of relevance but there's also a smattering of topics that I want to hit on really quick uh, for your attention as you study so I'm going to be listing these out one by one and as we proceed uh, you'll see topics pop up on the screen so the very first uh, topic that I want to emphasize here is just the basics of Agile. Uh, as you study the content, um, you will see in the very early stages of the um, Agile practice guide, you see uh, the basics explained, the logic, the rationale, a kind of business case, if you will, for Agile. Um, highly recommend paying attention to that. So Agile basics, the Agile manifesto, the values, the principles, this is going to help you. What is Agile? What are the principles? What are the values? Uh, all of those are very important as well. Uh, making a case for Agile, understanding why Agile in the first place, understanding attitude and behavior, right? Attitude and behavior in the world of Agile, core concepts, Agile acceptance and buy-in, Agile as a way of thinking, understanding how to use it as a way of thinking. Agile challenges, agile concerns and fears. People have concerns and fears when it comes to agile. Why is that? Uh, the concept of team building, scrum basics, getting into the 353 of scrum, the Bay essentials, you got to understand that too. Uses of scrum, Scrum theory, Scrum values. Now that's not in the Agile practice guide, but that's a good topic to be aware of. The concept of commitment, courage, openness, focus, respect. Understanding the roles. So as you study for your exam, you gotta understand the roles in Scrum. Understand that PMI may call this a development team. They may refer to 
the cross-functional team as development team, or you might even hear them refer to it as developers. So I want you to take some time out. You know, if I were you, I'd get a, a blank piece of paper and a pen, and I would draw out the entire framework, the entire thing from the beginning all the way to the end of the 353 of Scrum. And when you've done that, you know for sure that you truly do understand uh, Scrum when you are able to dump the 353. Um, the Scrum Master, Scrum Events, these are all topics that you want to make sure you got down before your exam. The concept of the sprint, sprint planning, uh, the daily Scrum, the sprint review, the sprint retrospective, uh, Scrum artifacts. The 353, right? So we talk about the three. You got to know the product backlog, the sprint backlog, the increment, uh, artifact transparency. These are all topics that I expect you to be able to fluidly discuss. If your exam is coming up and you get to any of these and you're like, I uh, don't know what that is, that's a red light. That's a red light for you to pause, go back, close the gaps, right? Small group dynamics, definition of done, servant leadership self-organizing teams, uh, effective and empowered teams and team dynamics, the five stages of team development, the concept of reaching consensus and understanding the vehicles that are in place to help you uh, reach consensus. You know, there's this misnomer that consensus is the same as unanimity, and it's not. Unanimity is one of the ways you could get to consensus, but not every team employs unanimity as their vehicle to consensus. Some do, but you could also have the largest block in the group decides, or at least 60% of us must agree, or 70%, or some other unique blend. So it's good to understand the deep details of things like this. All right, moving on, meeting rules, team charters and contracts, estimating, forecasting, velocity, Kanban, the concept of WIP, work in progress, the concept of delivery rates. You know, in the world of Kanban, we talk about, there's really two metrics. We talk about the, the lead time and we talk about cycle time. You need to understand that page in the Agile Practice Guide, which breaks it down, okay? Knowing that lead time is the entire time from the time you got into the queue at McDonald's to the time you left with your purchase, right? Cycle time is the time the person in the kitchen picked the order to the time they finished uh, fulfilling the order. That's cycle time. So there's a difference. There are little nuances here and there that you need to be aware of. You just never know when that could help. All right. I also suggest understanding the concept of Little's Law, not because it's on the exam, but because it will help you as an Agilist. Uh, the concept of cost of delay. Again, it is something that I would recommend that you know. Um, it's talked about a lot in the world of Agile. It will help you. And, and these two, Little's Law, the summary of Little's Law is if you want to increase your throughput, limit your whip. The concept of the cost of delay is there is a cost for delaying certain value in the business to your stakeholders. So you don't want to delay delivering value when the cost of delaying is high. You've got to figure out a way to make that cost go away or be as low as possible or negligible. All right, urgency, the concept of urgency as a product owner, you gotta know that. Kanban roles, uh, small group dynamics, 
So as you prepare for your exam, this is just a reminder of things that you want to hammer down, things that you want to uh, go button up. And uh, when you come across questions on either exam, whether it's the ACP, uh, the CAPM, or the PMP, you would have already covered um, the most important stuff. But if there's one thing that I want to point out as being the super, super important aspect, it would have to be the Agile Manifesto. The Agile Manifesto values and principles. Because if you don't imbibe the values and the principles, the PMI could run circles around anyone who, who hasn't. I know this firsthand from my um, ACP exam. My ACP exam was very heavily mindset, uh, but it was, it was not the technical stuff. It wasn't, I didn't get TDD questions or BDD or ATDD or any of that stuff. Uh, more than anything else, it was the mindset in the Agile Manifesto, the values and the principles. What I would advise you to do to get this piece down tight is to critique the Agile uh, Manifesto. Perhaps if you spend some time critiquing it and asking yourself uh, the question, what could I what could I write better for my unique circumstance? I'm not saying it's, there's anything wrong with the manifesto, but I'm saying when you critique the manifesto, when you look at the manifesto and you say, I'm going to customize this to fit my own unique needs, uh, when you do that, it helps you come away with a much deeper understanding of the Agile Manifesto values and principles. So take some time out and do that and I'm sure that uh, the payoff will be huge. All right, thank you very much. If this was of help to you, if this was a great memory jogger for you, uh, don't forget to hit like, subscribe, share with your friends, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.